right, welcome to episode 10 for real this time. I'm yeah. Gabs. And I'm Liz. And welcome to Bear Tropes Battled for Dominance. Woo! <laughs> um, uh, yeah, we had audio issues with this real. episode originally, so this yes. is so, like, re-recording time, baby. Yeah, so this episode was actually originally supposed to be, what, episode 8, I think? Yeah. And, um, obviously, if you've been listening in order, you know that because we've mentioned that already but um we recorded this one originally before i had access to like any space that i could had like a desk that i could record while i was out of town i was recording on my bed and apparently my mic picks up a lot more shuffling than i thought it would so the entire audio is unusable because all i hear like is like the squeaking of my bed my cat running around like parents in the background of the house like it was it was literally unusable. I spent like an hour trying to like edit it, and like this is like <laughs> like a day before we were, it was supposed to air. So we were like, "Fuck, let's just let's just use the two that we've already recorded, and like mm-hmm. we'll redo this one." Um, and now we're redoing this one like two days before. <laughs> yes, um, it's yeah. But uh, it the good news though is that um, this will be I'm the last going episode. home. Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm going back to my good microphone and um, better setup, so there will there won't be as much echoing if you've heard that at all. Liz and I have done our best to edit all of that out, but um, if you heard it, sorry, it'll be better. And yes, is there anything that you want to add to that, Liz? Uh, not that I. Can oh, think you started of. streaming. Yeah, I did. You? I think that was my... like since. Last should, time we recorded, so. Yeah, I should be getting my affiliate email, so. I'm yeah, like, when? Today? Tomorrow? Like, soon, Yeah, right? like, today. I, I I did my seventh. Okay, so you'll probably get it then, like, closer to midnight, I think, is usually when you get it, so. Yeah, so I'm excited. I'm ex- so excited, Liz! <laughs> affiliate yeah. buddies! Yeah! I, my Prime sub is currently in use, but once it runs out, I'll give it to you. I love you. Um, of course. You've missed so much snow, Gabs. I know. We actually it's had supposed, snow in Georgia snow yesterday. I say snow, snow but it was just flurries. It's and like to snow again tomorrow. <laughs> I know. I'm jealous. It's, it's just funny because like we're supposed to get like ice like everywhere. Like the roads are supposed to be ice over. Um, uh-huh. But it's just funny because like when I was a kid, the snow that we had yesterday, like oh my god, it would have been the most exciting thing in the world, right? But instead, I was like, it just looks like somebody like poured crack cocaine everywhere like it wasn't exciting to me i miss like the piles of snow <laughs> i was like oh, i was like this is just piles ice of snow when you come up i know north, i'm so maybe. excited liz i'm um, so excited. i i just genuinely don't think we've gotten this much snow in years mm. it's crazy um yeah, yeah uh how how have things been with you i feel like we gotta talk a little at the beginning <laughs> well i mean um i've been really busy with senior project as you know and uh, yep, same <laughs> <laughs> but liz and i uh for those of you who don't remember are in our final semester of undergrad we're in the same major and at our school um everyone's required to do a senior project before they graduate mm-hmm. and liz and i are both trying to do experiments um which is a yeah. lot harder virtually um but we're getting there and I'm finally like on track to get my experiment done. Like I was a little behind. Oh, and I'm I finished. very behind. <laughs> That's fair. But like your professor probably has different timelines for you too. Yeah. 
um, uh, my to professor. To be fair, your your professor, your advisor was the person who's like the head of the IRB board. And yeah, <laughs> so that's why she so, has yeah. like the well. She the thing is like because she's um, not allowed to like review my experiments. So yeah. for those of you unaware, how um, experiments work, at least in the U.S., I don't know about everywhere else, but um, you have to get your experiment approved by an institutional review board or the IRB. Every college has their own. And my advisor for my project is the head of the IRB at our school. So she's not allowed to look at mine because conflict of interest. Um, so she, like, has no control over how fast they approve it or not. Or, like, if yeah. they approve it even. So it's a little, it's a little nerve-wracking because, like... But she's probably, like, I know how fucking annoying it is when people oh my, put it in the last she, minute, so. Yeah, that's part of it. Cause, well, it's, it's more, it's not even that so much as it's, like... The IRB can take, like, up to two weeks turnaround time. Yeah. Especially, like, in the middle of the semester, like we are right now. So <laughs> she's, like, she's more worried that they're going to take their sweet time getting back to me. And it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. But, yeah. So if I any of funding. you guys are – You have funding? funding, yep. For what? Uh, gift cards as compensation. Like, everybody? Yeah. That's – I mean, you're also doing so. What's for the parents then? Yeah. Okay, $10 that's Amazon gift cards, baby. That's crazy funding. I have four hundred dollars. What the fuck, Liz? <laughs> we were told that we could make like a raffle for people to win like a twenty-five dollar gift card. My my professor got me four hundred dollars. What? The, fuck you. <laughs> but um, no, she's very new. I had her, her first. I had her like her first year teaching at like our college, like. She became my academic advisor because um, my advisor at the time went on sabbatical. I had three advisors in three years at college. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. So my first one, um, she ended up moving to North Carolina mm-hmm. after my freshman year. Then I had, you know, the second one whose name I'm not going to say because I don't want to triangulate um, our professors on yeah. uh, this. Uh, and then he took sabbatical. And then I had... The person that Liz now has for her senior project. Well, as, I love her. She's she's doll. nice. Um, I didn't know her, and I don't think we really meshed uh, <laughs> at my advising. But like, honestly, I think she was just glad that I had my shit together, and she didn't have yeah. to like actually advise me. I was like, these are the classes I'm taking. Um, I'm on track to graduate. This is what I want to do with my life. And she was like, was perfect. Just, Here's your like, class code. Go. Was she just like overly nice, and you felt like? No, she was actually really abrasive because like, I think she, she like, you know, like the psych department at our school is like really Huge. underfunded and understaffed by like actual like full time professors. So she's the, probably dying. Yeah, the professors have like a lot of advisees, like a really large number. And especially at the time, because my advisor, who is like a senior staff member, had just gone on sabbatical. Um, that had like you know a hundred kids or something needing to be reassigned, and yeah, only and like three also... professors were able to pick up that slack. So she got like twenty five or thirty new kids that she wasn't expecting. So she she was just like way overbooked. And she also is like in charge of like the you know like the childhood. Oh, I didn't realize she was in charge of that. She's yeah. in charge of we that. have like ba- like long story short, like kind of like a daycare on campus. Yeah. But um, and you get like a special certificate. Yeah, like, some, a special some little, students like, can do a practicum there. And uh, she has some young children, so okay. <laughs> yeah, she, she's got a lot. Honestly, all all of our professors, except There's... for like I think one, are like in, that are like tenured psych professors or at least full time. 
or like you know do yeah. like heavy course loads at our school like they're all really young but like they're they're very like, they all have like masters too or phds right like yeah, they're they not all have they're not like you know a young and uneducated they're they're top of their field but they're very smart um they're my just favorite young. thing is in so um gaz's advisor i'm taking her like one of her classes do we want to just use like their first names no i just feel bad okay wanna... i'm like i feel that's like just like say because like i'm like getting confused that <laughs> so gab's is a senior project advisor i'm taking oh. her class her psych evasion class and i it's so funny because in over half the slides she just talks about how much she fucking hates her mother yeah. <laughs> she's so funny literally she fucking hates her mother-in-law she's it's so she's genuinely one of the funniest people ever. ever like this is her last semester teaching she's moving to a new career path um oh wow i didn't know yeah that, so we're like her last ever like senior project advisors which is why she's like she really wants us to do well uh-huh. um but she's like brutally so honest funny. about everything and like she she's she, so funny you know I, I feel like the way to like describe it so like when especially when you're like you know an underclassman i feel like there's like this magic screen like similar to like when you're a kid at disney versus an adult at disney right mm-hmm. when you're a kid at disney you're like oh my god everything's so magical wow and then you're an adult you like you see behind the capitalist structure like you you see what's making the magic happen right yeah. I feel like a lot of the like times like college students like are like they don't they don't realize like that professors like aren't like as snooty as they appear to seem or yeah. like you know like especially like when you're in a program where most of your professors have PhDs they can come off as like really snooty or like yeah. elitist and my advisor is like so honest about it all and she's just like yeah, you're paying for, like, a piece of paper, um, and everybody who has one, like, will look down on you if you don't have one, and I'm one of those people. Like, I only, like, will look for a doctor, like, a, you know, a therapist if they have a PhD, even though you don't need a PhD to be a therapist. Like, I'm that oh kind of asshole. God. And she literally calls herself an asshole <laughs> all, the time. all the time. My favorite thing in, the, in, the thing, in like, slides, she'll say, fuck, oh, shit, I can't curse. Yeah. <laughs> she'll, um, she'll, she'll be like, fuck, pardon my swearing, fuck, and, like, immediately again. <laughs> And, like, I don't know if this happens. I'm, like, because you – are you, like, asynchronous? Yeah. Okay. So, our meetings for um, – I, I took our, her in person, though. Oh, no, but it's, like, our meetings in person, like, her daughter will, like, run it. Her, her daughter is, like, You 12. mean on Zoom? Yes, on Zoom. Yeah. Like, her daughter will, like, run in the room and be, like, really demanding about something. And she <laughs> – she does not switch to like you know motherly mama bear mode she's just like fuck off i'm in the middle of class <laughs> like, <laughs> she's like you're not you know you're not allowed to disturb me when i'm in te- when i'm teaching like she's go away literally my favorite she's professor so, i'm genuinely gonna miss her and like i'm really upset that i never took a class with her but also like she, she so teaches funny. all the subjects that i don't care about yeah like namely stuff to do with kids or like um adults right now what you're in like what development Psych of aging oh it's adults aging okay she all does the, she does all like the development stuff cl- yeah, and like that's my she, that's she's my an applied ish. psychologist i'm not interested in the like she's applied developmental i believe i'm not interested in developmental or applied developmental so like yeah we don't see eye to eye on that so much um but yeah I, long story short like my advisor is so freaking funny 
when she, she's I love so her. funny. She, um, I remember when I took her class the first time, it was, mm-hmm. we were in person still, because it was pre-pandemic, like, right. pre-pandemic. Right. She canceled the first class because she was at Disney with her kids. Ah! <laughs> I love her. That's so I, remember, I was I was literally holding. I had my Star Wars blanket on my lap, and I just was like shifting. And she stops the entire class. Was is that BB-8? And I was like, yes, yes. She'll do that. Oh, my God, I love her. She's literally. She like is so. She. I remember once she like called us like our like we have a meeting once a week as seniors and I remember she like joined the call in her car once and we were like is everything okay she's like my daughter's at horseback riding and my husband couldn't be bothered to fucking do it so I'm here in the car doing my meetings and my kid doesn't get that like I have meetings I can't just be her personal chauffeur and it was like ranting about her day to us for like a half hour I was like can we get some help. Yeah, I remember we originally, she was like, I'm going to try and meet with you guys once a week. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. She barely meets she, with us once a week. She literally blows us off every other week. Like, to be fair, she's on a, her. she's like very overworked at our school. Like I said, like our, our program is very understaffed and um, she was on a lot of committees. So it's not that she didn't care. Like she cares about she us very much. And she's like, she's an amazing professor. She cares about her students. I love her. But she's very overworked and like she tends to like make commitments that she can't keep like she was supposed to come to our class today and she was like you know we meet 12 every wednesday and she was like okay let's push back to one because i have an orientation but i should be out by one two comes around and she's like guys i'm now in a meeting with my new boss i can't make it like why are we even here okay enough about we really went on enough about my advisor who is we love her we love her we love her Okay, um, so yes, like we said before, um, we did record this previously, so um, are we in the right order, like in terms of like who goes first right now, or no? No, because I got randomly assigned last one. So this is just like a repeat okay, of the so we're Okay, assigned. so we're getting back into the order we had originally. Yeah, so so like last week, last week the last one that was um, uploaded was like you chose and I, I was randomly Okay, assigned. and then I'm choosing again for this episode because we did not yeah. redo our notes. These are, these are the notes we had from yeah. the episode like where the audio was unusable, so we're just going to redo it. Um, yeah. It's also been about like a month since we recorded, yeah, so neither of us like remember anything. I yep. barely remember my fic. Um. So, yeah. <laughs> next week we'll be back into the like I'll choose next yes. week again. Yeah. Yes. We'll get back to it. Okay. So what trope did you get this week, Gabs? I picked Band AU technically four weeks ago. <laughs> um, it's okay. It's okay. So I wanted to go back to my basics with the Band AU, and I'm kind of disappointed in myself for choosing the thick I did because fun fact. Band-Aids were, like, really big back when Attack on Titan was first, like, big in, like, 2013, and I was so in the Attack on Titan Band-Aids uh, for some reason. That's mostly what I read for Band-Aids, too. Right? I, I don't remember. I remember that there's this one story on fanfic.net that was, like, 50 chapters long. I have no idea if it was ever finished or not, but it was, like, Hanji, Levi, and Erwin were in a band, I, th- I think... I think it was a Levi X Aaron story. I don't remember. And before anyone comes for me, this is like 2013. I was say, okay, that's the, that's the shit. I, that was I would the read. ship. Like that Aaron, was the I, ship. I know people like we I were children. Like, yeah, we, we were children. We were, we were, we were as old we as Aaron. Children. Like we I was were younger. children. I was literally 13 for half of yeah, 2013. Same. So, um, but like, they, it, it's like trying to. 
It's like I know people. I know that people hate Aaron and Levi now. I also, but at the same time, like we have like this is an older age geared podcast, so I'm hoping that you guys like understand and like you know aren't gonna act like the 16 year olds on TikTok who are like, like, oh my god, you liked it? Like nowadays, I don't even like like Attack on Titan anymore. Yeah, like don't come for me for a ship I liked five years ago. Yeah, Um, but okay. Yes. Oh my god, it's been almost like 10 years since like Attack on Titan was like I don't want to fucking think about that. Anyways, I was really I into that. I can't believe it. I was I... in like 8th grade when it came. Yeah, <laughs> we were in middle school. So old. And then I remember this the second season finished airing when I was a sophomore or junior and I only remember it was one of those two years because my friend who was a year older than me spoiled the ending of the last episode for me at lunch right before I was going to go watch it and I was <gasps> so angry. I don't even remember it. I just remember it had something to do with Annie. Uh, I don't remember anything about that series. Oh, it was like, it was that, like, Annie was a Titan. Oh, was that it? That was, that, that, yeah. was that, was that the finale? I just remember yeah. I was really into Hitch uh, from the military, please. The one who, like, bullied Annie. I was obsessed with her. I cosplayed her. Um, I literally, if you Google Hitch Drace cosplay, like, for years, I was the only thing to, like, show up. I don't know if I'm still the only thing to show up, but um, good times. I was obsessed with, um... Jean Marco, that was of course you the were. Shit. I, okay, what someone, do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> that's just like your type. But that actually reminds I'm me. I'm gonna kill so myself. <laughs> one of my mutuals um, posted something on TikTok on like friends only the other week that was like, um, it was like apparently these cosplayers had done like Aaron X Levi and like made out on Twitch or something for charity and they raised like a lot of money for charity. What the? But fuck? they like. They were sharing a screenshot of it. I don't. I don't remember the characters. It might have been Aaron and Levi. I don't remember for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, "What is wrong with the Attack on Titan fan?" And blah, blah blah. And I was like, "Do you?" And they 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 were into Attack on Titan back when it first came out. So like, you know, they 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 get it. Like they remember the old fandom and they're in the new fandom. And I was like, "Do you remember that cosplay couple that would literally like?" All they did was film themselves making out in cosplay, and they were long distance. One was Canadian, one was USA, and they would uh-huh. always just, like, post themselves all over Tumblr, and they were really popular, and they were, like – and he was, like, what the fuck are you talking about? So I ruined my um, Google and YouTube, like, recommendations for, mm-hmm. like, the foreseeable future because I was Googling, like, Aaron X Mar- John, like, kissing <laughs> cosplay. <laughs> Aaron Marco John c- cosplay kissing. Like, all these, like, Italian Titan characters kissing cosplay. Like, like I was, like, you know, 12 and – like reading fanfic for the first time again like that sort of thing yeah. <laughs> so i ruined my recommendations but i Why found them you go into inc- incognito gabs i wasn't that smart okay and also like i just was on my phone like i just wanted to like find it yeah. i did find it however i found the blog it was they i think it was like something like ask like irl john marco or something and like uh-huh. ash was one of the names i don't remember the name of the other one i found out they posted on that blog though when i went to look like, a couple years ago that they'd gotten engaged or something. So I was like, Aww. okay, like, you know, I'm glad that your love for Mickey out in Attack on Titan cosplay brought you together. together. Um, but I remember being obsessed with them as a kid. And I look back and I'm like, um, why was I, I – why? first of all, why are these adults posting themselves, like, making out for children to look at? It's really funny because <laughs> the Attack on Titan cosplay I was obsessed with was Eli and Eli's friend. Are you serious? I was obsessed with Eli's friend. And I was so, like, holy shit, okay, I used wait. to fucking love your video. Like, I, I wouldn't For context, the videos- though, for context really quick, our friend Eli is Captain Queen Freak on YouTube and Instagram, um, and he is, like, a great dude. We go to college with him, which yes. is how we're all friends, and he yeah. roomed with our other friend, Sky, our freshman yes. year. So that's how we all know each other, um, and Liz apparently 
was into Eli. So, no, I wasn't. I so I was indirectly. It, I indirectly loved Eli's cosplays because Eli's Aaron. I was obsessed with their really? account, and I followed them religiously. Wait, who, who was his Aaron? Oh my god, I fucking forget the name. Because like I, so but the other thing I've about been, Eli is that like his friend group is my. Boy, now boyfriend's friend group, which I think is really, or like some of them, which I think is really interesting. And it's, it's, it's literally so crazy because like I was obsessed with the dub smash. <laughs> no, stop, dub, dub smash. Like I'm still surprised that never so became fucking crazy that big. Like I don't know if anyone listening remembers dub smash. I tried it for like a hot minute. Well, I would just watch the dub smashes reposted onto Instagram. <laughs> oh my god, it was so crazy. It was oh good my times. god! Uh, um, early Attack on Titan fandom is the last time I think I was happy. One of my exes <laughs> actually is in like one of those like YouTube famous like cosplay for things from Attack on Titan that has like really a shit ton of views. Um, and I think it's one of the first ones that comes up if you like search it. But I'm not going to tell you guys which one just because like you know SetX and I aren't on the greatest of terms and like. I don't want to bring any attention to them because they don't like that sort of thing. I will. Um, I will ask you after because I'm curious. <laughs> yeah, honest. I honestly don't know if I remember it. I just um, someone that they used to be friends with like uploaded the video, and um, that person that they used to be friends with is now really good friends with uh, Ezra, who made the cover art for this podcast. Yes. So we like randomly reconnected on Ezra's Finsta because I was like, "Wait, aren't you the fr- person who was friends with like X?" And they were like. Aren't you the person who dated us? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So let's get back into the band AU um, that we just spent like 15 minutes not talking on about. On an aside with a Titan. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Liz and I uh, haven't talked since we last recorded, really. So, uh, like... yeah. Shit <laughs> goes down. Yes. Um, okay. So. Bandaio, it's exactly as it sounds. It's an alternate universe um, where, you know, authors or creators of fan works will take the characters who are not musical performers or are not in a band and put them in a band. Um, and rock bands are usually, like, the most common setting. Like, Liz and I were talking about Attack on Titan, yeah. like, being really big. It was always, like, a rock band or a metal band a or something. A rock band, baby. Yes. Um, and Hot rock band. Okay, I like another side note i once read this like really good like uh galo leo like au where um galo is a rock star it was like a one-shot smut thing but if you want to link let me know it was really good Um, i read one where where (laughs) galo worked at hooters stop i love that i love that for him um we're talking about promare for those of you who don't know but i love that for him um uh um you're fine so um Sometimes they can also be put into, like, boy bands, uh, indie bands, and marching bands, which I thought was weird, because I'm like, I don't think I've, I've ever seen, seen a marching band. Yeah, I'm like, usually that would be classified under, like, school AU or something, like, high school AU, yeah. and, like, you know, the kids happen to be in marching band. I don't think I've ever seen anything where they're, like... Marching band yeah. AU? Yeah. Like, I, no. I've never seen that. I feel like, though, that is something that, like, you know, color guard kids who are way into, into color guard, they would do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a friend who's way into, into color guard <laughs> when they were in high school. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, it's it's very short and sweet. Um, there's really not too much backstory I can add like to the trope. There's not a whole lot of history. Um, I was not really able to find much about like where it started. Uh, the only thing that like you know seemed to come up a lot was that um, people who put like 
do like pop singer AU or whatever, like isn't the same as band AU, which pretty self-explanatory. It's just like, yeah, they're the not in a band, right? Are they in the band or are they just singers? Yes. Um. So yeah, do you want to get started on the fic? So the yeah. fic I have for you guys is a um. I don't want to spoil it too much. It's a Legend of Korra fic. Um, and I will just say that both canon shifts with Korra make an appearance. I'm not going to tell you how, but I'm pretty sure you'll be able to figure out from the excerpt I have. Um, it is a cute fic. I will warn you that it is explicit. Um, I think I read the whole thing, but this is also like a month ago, so I don't remember. <laughs> I, I think like the explicit part is like very easily skipped. Um, I think it was like in later chapters and like very obviously placed so like mm-hmm. you know if that's not your thing you can skip it i'm not covering anything that has to do with the sex so don't worry um, we don't want me to have to say the c word again we don't want liz to have to say <laughs> cock again um because she did so spectacularly at saying that last time um, yeah, I actually was listening to that episode the other day because it was making me laugh thinking about it. So I had to like listen to Liz say it again. <laughs> I like literally just like stump. It was it was something else. I... Um, yeah. Okay. So um, um, this is from Asami's point of view. So I'll read for Asami, and then I uh-huh. think and you haven't watched Legend of Korra yet. Right? No, I have not. Okay. So um, I'm going to have you read for Bolin. Uh huh. Um. Oh, I forgot. I have two fix actually. Okay. Oh my god, let's That's let's right. get through this. Okay, so let, you'll read for Bolin. I think. Okay, I see. I just have an excerpt. I remember the second fic now. Okay, what I, kind yes. of energy does he have? Bolin is a himbo, like through and <gasps> through. Yeah, like peak himbo. Like all he does is respect women, be strong and underappreciated, and like not the brightest bulb, but like be- like he's smart in his own way. Um, he's also a famous movie star eventually so like that's uh usually like when people like set you know legend core in like au settings kind of like how this one is uh they always have Mm -hmm. like mako be or sorry bolin be like the movie star (laughs) (laughs) okay so it's called star treatment by tristeza which is t-r-i-s-t-e-z-a on this is on archive of our own Even though she was dating Mako, Bolin was by far her favorite brother. He skipped college in order to follow his girlfriend and support her during her education. It ended up working out because shortly after they were married, he was discovered on the set of a popular B-movie and became an instant hit, filming remakes of cheesy action movies from the days of early film. The pay was good, and more importantly, he had fun and was able to get Opal through not only her undergraduate, but her graduate degree as well. First of all, how much money is he making as a B-movie actor? <laughs> like, no, he can't he's... be making that much money to get her through debt-free. No, but he was discovered on the set. Wait, sorry, my inst- headset came unplugged. What was that? He, he was discovered on the set of a popular B-movie and became an instant hit. Okay, I guess that's so fair. He, but, like, he's got a you... lot of work. He, and depending depending context, on where he's, like, basically, like, reshooting, like, old westerns. Yeah, but, like, also depending on, like, where you go to undergrad and grad. I guess. I mean, uh, like. I guess. It's a my pick. We're not going to question it. My state tuition is very cheap, so. Mine would have been if I stayed in state. Yeah, um, so it could be an in-state <laughs> college. I guess, I guess. Um, 
they had spent most of their time traveling, often apart for work, but sometimes together. Asami had never met a more happy couple. Uh, is this, then, is this yes, Bolin. Well, one thing led to another, and he introduced me to the band you liked. Kills the Kennedys, I think? Asami crushed the egg she was about to fry in her hand and looked over at Bolin, trying her hardest to keep her composure. Um, Asami? Bolin looked over her shoulder from the kitchen island. I don't think you're supposed to make eggs like that. She grabbed a cloth and started to clean up her hand, making sure to never break eye contact with Bolin. We can always make more, she smiled. Bolin walked over and pushed Asami over to a stool, taking over the cooking and cleaning up the rest of the egg in Asami's place. Yes, I do the cooking. <laughs> yes, I do the cooking. <laughs> okay, so tell me everything, she beamed. Asami has loved Kill the Kennedys for as long as she could remember. They were the ones who got her through the many endless nights of study and homework during her later high school years and college years. She knew every song, forward and backward, and probably even memorized their band's Wikipedia page. Okay, me with scandal? <laughs> Out of all the things she loved most was the drummer, Cora. Her long brown hair always up in a ponytail and blue eyes so intense they could probably set you on fire. She couldn't help but try and emulate Cora's tank top straight from the beach look. Right, Bolin continued, plating their instant ramen in front of them and digging for utensils in the cutlery drawer. Oh, there's missing an uh, quotation mark there. Oh, so I met with so I met up with the other girl. I forgot her name, but she was standing next to Cora, and I complimented the show that night. She laughed and invited me to eat Thai food with her in the band. I didn't have anything better to do, so I went with them to a local joint, and we hit it off really well. She lives in L.A., close by Opal, and uh, and I so we uh, oh and so oh lives I think you messed up on Opal this exact sentence like the first time we recorded. <laughs> I never said I was smart. I'm stupid. <laughs> Just try again, Liz. Try again. She lives in LA close by Opal and I, so we have plans to hang out after her last tour date. I even hit it off with her manager, Tenzin. Do you know that he travels with his whole family? His wife is pregnant and is basically everyone's mom. Asami's stomach was doing somersaults. She's always wanted to meet the band or even go to a live show, but her father always made sure that she was busy during the times she wanted to go. If she played her cards right, this could probably be her chance to meet the band and get to talk to Cora. By the way... He pulled her bowl over to him, knowing that she no longer had an appetite. What are you doing for your birthday? Charity event for my dad, she blinked. Why? Well, I know you like them, but their final tour date is in Vegas three days after your birthday, and Cora was able to hook us up with VIP tickets when I mentioned my sister-in-law was, like, their biggest fan. Are you serious? She gawked. Because I love you more than I love myself, but I swear to God, if this whole thing is a joke and Mako is recording me, I will make sure Opal leaves you and spends the rest of her life making you miserable. Really? He chuckled. He wasn't used to her being so serious. She sprang up from her chair and ran over to him, almost knocking him out of his chair. Those tickets have been sold out for months. I love you so much, Bolin. She was almost screaming. Oh my god, wait, I remembered the second pick. I'm so sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's a good pick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the so that's uh, the, the um, Legend of Korra one. It's really cute. It was a pretty easy read. So um, if you're interested, go check that one out. And I then the it. second I pick I have, like yes, the second pick I have for you guys 
is called Heartache Tonight by Phantom of the Dumpster, all one word. It's unrated on Archive of Our Own, and it is a Marauders-era Harry Potter fanfic. Fuck J.K. Uh, Rowling. You. Yes. Fuck J.K. Rowling. We, yes. Uh, don't worry. We Like, in case you forgot, we don't like J.K. Rowling. Um, you know, we grew up with Harry Potter. We're able to separate. Huge Harry Potter like, nerds growing up. Yeah, we're able to separate J.K. Rowling. Rowling from the world of Harry Potter. As you know, like, the fandoms, you know, disown the author for the most part. And as long as we're not financially supporting, supporting. her, I'm okay with mm-hmm. reading Same. and consuming fan content. Yes. Um. So, yes, that being said, this is a cute little band AU that I put in here. It's a cute, Um. I think it was a one-shot, might have been a two-shot, a uh, little fic, and I think it's kind of funny, and the characterization is nice. So, I remember that there were quite a few lines to divvy up. Um, yeah. It is from Sirius's point of view, so I'll do Sirius, and then you can be Remus, of course. Yes. And then I think it's, let me see, it's Mary and Marlene. The other I voices. remember hating having to do the British accents. We have to do the British. Oh, that's the worst part. We did like the crappy like Star Kid British accents. We have to do this again. Oh my fucking god. Okay. Okay. So um, you'll read for Mary, and I'll read for Marlene. Okay. Okay. Mary was groaning widely at him when he opened the door, but didn't come in when Sirius stepped to the side to let her in. She reached inside his apartment though, pulling his leather jacket from its hanger and handing it to him. Is this me? Yes. Put this on. There's someone you have to meet. I'm going to kill myself. You're doing great. She said, giving him a wink. Sirius looked confused, but wasn't one to argue with Mary. So he did as he was told, shrugging on the leather jacket and following Mary out into the hallway. You found our new basis then? He asked as he locked the door to his apartment, Mary waiting impatiently behind him. Mm-hmm. She smiled. He's wonderful, Sirius. I think you'll love him. Bloody brilliant, too. Wooed both Miles and me. She giggled and latched onto Sirius's arm. <laughs> really? What he play? Sirius asked, Kill looking myself. down at her. She had brought her car around, parked it on the <laughs> pavement outside of the building. Eagles, I think. Mary said. <laughs> Never heard anything like the way he played. <laughs> it's so... You're doing great, Liz. You're doing great. Um, and that's a good thing. <laughs> that was like a weird southern twang. <laughs> Sirius asked, raising an eyebrow skeptically. Trust me, you'll understand when you hear it. <laughs> I can't do this. I think I'm literally like starting to dissociate. <laughs> You're doing great. Um. Please don't dissociate. I need you to finish this episode. It's okay. I'll get it through it. I'll get through it. <laughs> they both got into Mary's car, a red Ford Cortina with an equally bright red disco ball in the shape of a heart hanging from the rear view mirror. <laughs> that just reminds me of my friend Shiloh's car. So my friend Shiloh's car is a Ford Fiesta. Woo! And, uh, like red, right? And I don't remember where the chicken part came from, but um, I think they just have like a chicken in it at like a con or something. And... You know, what's the opposite of fiesta chicken, or like, you know, a synonym for fiesta chicken? Party cock. So <laughs> their car is literally named Party Cock. <laughs> Anytime they drive, they're like, all right, everybody, hop in the Party Cock. <laughs> yeah, I need a new name for my car. My old car used to be the Chimmy Mobile. Yes, I remember that. Um, I got, uh, uh, 
I got Levy from Fairy Tale as my car. I named her when I was like a junior in high school. Don't regret that though. Anyways, um, as I uh, Sirius could feel his heart beating hard with excitement and anticipation. The way Mary was talking about this mysterious basis made him think that maybe finally they had found the one. Mary parked the car on the back of the building where they would rehearse, leading Sirius through the narrow hall- hallways that smelled vaguely of smoke and alcohol. He could hear voices when they started getting closer. He recognized one as Marlene's and suspected that the other belonged to the bass player. It had a soft, melodic tune to it. Something Sirius placed as Southern, perhaps Welsh. In you go! Mary smiled at him and pushed the door open to their rehearsal room. The light bulb, forever flickering, cast the room in a yellowish warm light. Instruments laid scattered over the carpeted floor. In other words, the room looked just like it had when Sirius had left it hours earlier. But it felt different. There you are, Marlene, Marlene exclaimed. Marlene. Marlene. And the man in front of her turned around to look at him when he entered, and Sirius's heart stopped in his chest. <clears throat> he wasn't a nostalgic person. Never had been. He didn't even think of the past. Not ever. Not anymore. But it seemed as if it all came washing over him then, like a tall wave it crashed over him, drenched him, made it impossible to breathe. He remembered the first time they had met, the very first day in boarding school. Sirius had been grumpy about his parents sending him away to some institute, and he had offered Sirius half of his chocolate in an attempt to cheer him up. He remembered how he had watched him study, fascinated by everything the boy would do, from his scratchy handwriting to his effortless intelligence. He remembered getting drunk for the first time at 14, stumbling up to the stairs to their shared dormitory and laughing at everything the other boy said. But most of all, he remembered their fifth year, when all those good memories had vanished, just like the boy he had known. He remembered those green eyes and how much anger they had held, how much hurt and betrayal they had portrayed. Sirius had done his best to forget all about them in the five years that had passed, but it seemed to him now that they had never really left him at all. Remus stood before him now, as tall and lanky as Sirius had remembered him from their school years, his hair the same fluffy mess of light brown curls. Damn, that fucking hit, bro. (laughs) It's really, like, beautifully written. Okay. Now it's time to ruin it with my bad British accent. Go for it. <laughs> Sirius, this is Ramus. Mary introduced them, unaware of their history. And Ramus, this is Sirius, our lead singer. Maybe Sirius had imagined myself. it all. I hate this. <laughs> I literally hate this. You're doing great. The con- yeah. All the contempt and anger he had convinced himself that Remus felt for him. How Remus hated him, despised him even. Because Remus reached his hand out, gave Sirius an awkward smile, and they shook hands. They shook hands. Oh, my God. You have to play that part again, Remus, Marlene said, smiling widely. Sirius, you've got to hear it. Remus nodded and picked up the bass again, retreating into the corner of his room where he sat down on a chair, bass in his lap. Sirius stood dumbstruck by the doorway, watching as Remus's fingers moved over the bass strings, plucking at them and creating a rhythmic melody that made Sirius want to close his eyes and just listen. Heartache Tonight by Eagles, Sirius recognized the song almost immediately, although Remus played it like it was the anthem of the universe, the sky, and all its stars. He played the bass unlike anything Sirius had ever heard before, and his heart ached, knowing that this was just what James had talked about when he said Sirius would know when he found the one. But why did it have to be Remus? It seemed to him the universe wasn't done playing pranks on him. Remus finished, letting the final deep bass tone vibrate in the air for a minute before he filled the strings with his long, bony fingers. He looked at Sirius, and so did the girls. Sirius cleared his throat, but Remus had rendered him completely and utterly speechless. 
The problem was that Remus Lupin was perfect. He played the bass so perfectly that there was nothing Sirius could criticize. No possible way for Sirius to dismiss him in the way he had with all the earlier auditions. He was perfect, and that was the bitter truth. Right, Sirius said, stalling to find the right words. Not too bad. Well, those definitely were not the right words. <laughs> not too bad? Come on, Black. Will you ever be satisfied? <laughs> Marlene asked and raised an eyebrow. He's bloody perfect. And you say, not too bad? I wish they'd said not too shabby. That's so British. Yeah. <laughs> I know he's perfect, Sirius wanted to say, but he couldn't. He couldn't say much at all, it turned out. Sirius shrugged, running a hand through his hair and patting his pocket for his pack of cigarettes. So yes, that was band AU, um, and those are my two fics. So we short and them. sweet in terms of history, but I think there's so many amazing fics out there that you guys should definitely yeah. check out if you get the chance. We love a good band AU. You That's know like it, baby. Classic Tumblr, baby. Very classic. Very. We stand. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. Any closing remarks, or should I just go into mine? I don't really have any closing remarks other than, like, oh, yeah, wait, Liz, you, you like Band AU, right? Like, yeah. Read, yeah. I would say yeah. that, like, it's not something I actively look for anymore, right? Like, when I was a kid, I would, like, literally, like, search. Oh, like, in the I search, would I'd search say, like, for band fucking AU. Band AUs. Right. Now I'm not as much into it, but I'm not, like, opposed to reading it if it comes up with, like, other things. And, like, even if it comes up, with, like, on its own, like, and it's for, like, you know, either a ship I like or characters I like, I'll read it. It'll come up once in a while. It's in definitely like not as like a popular. college AU as like a side. Yeah, I I definitely <laughs> yeah. don't see it as like the main AU anymore. I think it but for a while. I th- I think like similar to like coffee shop AU. Died. Yeah, the hype just kind of died down, so people are not and peop- making yeah, as much people content. have realized like there are multiple dynamics to explore within it. So like, only so I feel much like you that's why. You you see well no but that's why you see I feel like a lot nowadays like you see with the coffee shop AU it's so closely linked with college AU as well and right like, you can not, they don't make it just you just you. don't make right. it just around that because then you can right. have like kind of different you facets. limit yourself otherwise so yeah okay yeah. yeah that's a good point so yeah Liz why don't you tell me about what you got assigned so I randomly got assigned neighbors AU and they were neighbors. <laughs> And, um, yeah, Gavs, do you ever read a Neighbors AU fic? I think it's, like, so oddly specific. So, no. But I think I've read, like, you know, like, Neighbors as, like, kids to relationships type things, like AUs. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, like, so. really popular, I remember, in the Evil Oi uh, fandom in Haiku. Yeah. Because, like, they're childhood friends, so people would, like, write them as, like, next-door neighbors growing up. Yeah, so, um... Well, neighbors can also include, like, apartment or dorm neighbors. Mm-hmm. So I read it a lot in college AUs because of checks fucking out. course I do. Right, checks of out, checks out. Of fucking course I do. So I've read many a neighbor AU fic. But so, uh, for those who don't know, this is basically a fanfic trope where characters live next to each other, either in, like, a house or an apartment complex. Um, this is, like, really, really, like, influenced, well, no, I, I'm, it's not really influenced, but, like, it's possibly influenced by the classic movie trope of the boy or girl next door. It's, like, yes. a really good way that's to get the, characters That's the word I was involved. looking for. Like, the trope name I was looking for. Yeah. The boy next door. But it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a great, it's a great way to get the characters involved, because it's, like, an automatic, like, they have right to next meet. to each other. Oh, you now I remember the fic. Other. 
Oh, I love this. I love this. It's very cute, guys. Um, so this is really popular in fandoms that are like historic, futuristic, or supernatural in some way, because um, it's a sub it's a subgenre of the modern AU and like domestic, right? Yeah, yeah. And so basically, it's a great way to give these characters a break from their god awful crazy lives and give them some normalcy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it has some relation to roommate AUs. But, like, very obviously it's a bit different because they're not living directly with each other, but they're next to each other. And so, um, I don't see it as popular as, like, a solo. Like, we were just talking about it with man. Like, it's Mm -hmm. not popular as a solo, like, trope. Mm -hmm. But it's more popular as, like, a... I don't think it was ever, like, popular on its own. Yeah. But I think it's, it's popular in tandem with other stuff. Yes. Because, I mean, all the fucking time in college I use... Their dorms are right next to each other. Yeah. Oh my god, we got an apartment right next to each other. That's oh my crazy. God. They were they were dorm mates. They were neighbors. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I just don't think it's a trip that's ever been super popular. Mm-hmm. And like I feel like it has come from other. I think yeah, I think it was like it's popular, but like people don't realize it's popular because that's like it's only used like really yeah, you're not like, let me go read my neighbor's AU fic. Right. But, exactly. like, usually, like, you've read so many fics where they end up being neighbors, you know? Okay, one of my, like, kind of off-topic, one of my favorite hentai that hasn't been updated in, like, almost a year. Um, I think it, you brought this hentai up <laughs> last time. It's so good! It's so good! It's literally about, like, childhood friends, but, like, they're neighbors, and, like, like the guy's really into her, and the girl's, like, kind of, like, she's, like, really, like, tough, and, like, you know, she, like kind of like very um uh mm-hmm. like yankee like she you know she will beat people up for doing the wrong thing and she's very protective of her child's best friend and he's like super into her but he's also really strong but he like doesn't let her know like he wants her to think that like she's protecting him because it makes her happy to do that mm-hmm. anyways, they, anyways they eventually start dating and like ah they have balconies that like you know are right oh. across from each other so like they'll just like come into each other's rooms and it's just I mean, it's a hentai, so, like, obviously you know what's going on. Obviously like, they fuck. Yes, obviously. <laughs> but I, I, I love it. I've been, like, side, like I guess other side note on that is, like, I've just been really into reading hentais lately. Just, like, not even so much for the sex, but, like, some hentais have really cute plot. Like, in terms of romance. Like, I, um, I only read, like, relationship hentai. I don't, like. Yeah, I can't say <laughs> I've ever done that. <laughs> it's re- Okay, I got into it because freaking Ezra, the one who made the podcast cover, like, literally showed me this one that I'm talking about. Um, like, when I, like, a couple months ago, like, uh, there was a couple of us, like, hanging out at their house, and they were, and they were like, oh my god, I found this, like, hentai last night that's, like, really cute, and I was like, ah, interesting, and then I hentai got Hentai and cute? Right, I was like, I was like, those aren't words I hear together, and then I got hooked on, like, reading, um, like, some hentai, and I'm like, okay. That's crazy. Because they're, they're not, like, you know, super explicit, and most of the time they're not, like, you know, fucking every single chapter or, like, every single panel. Like, it's more like it's how like in... It's, relationship building. It's, it's like a shoujo yeah. manga, but, like... But with, like, But, porn. like, this... It's not censored as heavily. They still yeah. censor the vagina because, you know, Japan be like that. But, like, um, like, it's not, like, you know, like, in a manga it's, like, a fade to black scene, right? Or, like, a shoujo yeah. manga. Whereas this, it's, like, here are her boobies and here is her censored pussy. So. Yep. Yes. Can't say I've <laughs> ever done that, but... Yeah. If you're interested, I can link you. <laughs> oh it's my good goodness. List. It's very good. 
Oh my goodness. Um, so we <laughs> was just like, all right, anyways. So the fic I chose for us this week is from one of my favorite ships. It's a Finn Poe fic. I love Finn Poe. Fuck you, Disney. I'm super fucking yeah. bitter, as um, always. And those of you who aren't into Star Wars, like they are like the the actors for these two characters literally played them as if Oscar they were in a Isaac in many interviews has been like, I have played this character like like I have a crush on 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 Finn. Like my my character has a crush. Because he was Finn. never explicitly told he couldn't, so he did. Yeah, and like and he got away with saying that. And literally then- in the first movie, literally, basically you think like Poe dies and Finn like takes his his like jacket and mm-hmm. then they meet back up and like Finn is like, oh my god, wait, let me give you back your jacket. And then Poe's like, no no no, it looks better on you. And you're they're like, so they're so literally. Gay. If this was a fucking show, and I'm like, I'm sorry, but that's not. If they were, if the, if it was one boy, one girl, instantly dating. Right. Fuck and you, so Disney. many people like haters. Fuck you, Disney. Were also like, oh my god, like they're just friends. Like I'm sorry, like I wouldn't say that to my friend. Like if it was like, it'd be one thing if it's like, oh that's a cute jean jacket. Oh you keep it. Like it's cuter on you, right? Like that's different than like this is like my military jacket. You keep it. It you looks keep good it. on it you. It looks good on you. Like I like how it looks with my name on your shoulder. You know, like that sort of thing. Like. Fuck you, Disney. Liz and, like, they literally... We all know, wait, with, we all know they... how much Liz hates Disney yes. and how bitter I always am, yet I continue mm-hmm. to give them all my money. Yeah. Um, no ethical consumption under capitalism. <laughs> uh, we we'll see. all are slaves I, to the mouse. I don't want to do any spoilers, but if they screw up another pers- character who is queer in source material and just... There's a chance they could screw shit up right now. Is that the one you were talking about? In your, On my like, Finsta, and I was like, I know I've said I will what is that throw in? hands with Disney many a time, but I will actually throw hands with Disney this time. What? Wait, what is that from, though? Because I feel like I'm um, not right. Um, Wiccan from Marvel. Right. But, like, what series? Like, <sighs> Gabs, I don't want to give are you one of spoilers. Yeah. Okay, that's all you gotta say. I don't need to, like, know anything else. Yeah, 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 yeah. But basically, a very much queer character in, like, the comics, like, literally is married to a man in the comics and has been queer since, like, for most of his run. And so I'm just terrified of Disney really just screwing it up and either You know what they'll probably do? They'll probably just make him, like, the single friend. That's what I'm terrified of. Like at the same time, I guess like that's better than them like straight up giving him like a girlfriend, you know? No, I'd still be just as fucking angry. I will throw hands with Disney executives. Yeah. I'll fucking do it. You guys heard it here, folks. I will go to D twenty three and throw some hands. Thank you. Um, I actually I won't. I'm a very anxious person. Yeah, I'm not saying Liz would never, but I'll do it. In I will like, go on a tirade on my Finsta and I'll write like a fucking like book, basically. Yeah, literally. I I actually read it because I was like, who the fuck is this about? Yeah, I. I, I like I forget like it, how into it how how far Liz I was like in. really into Marvel. We were actually just talking about this like um, before we started recording because like I still have to catch up on One Division because I'm watching it. I'm gonna watch it with my dad uh, this weekend before I go back home. We're gonna like binge watch it um, together. And I was saying she's like, "How have you not been spoiled?" And I was like, "Besides like Liz, like the only other person into Marvel that like I know and like you know follow on you know social media etc is my dad." No one else in my life actually cares about Marvel. Like, I've tried to get my boyfriend to watch the movies many times. For some reason, he likes WandaVision. He watched that on his own. WandaVision Mill. Literally, that's his reasoning. 
Um, yeah, I know, because he put it on his Finster. <laughs> One does a milf. My, my boyfriend's really into milfs. Like, not really a joke. Like, his, <laughs> not his, the, like, very seriously. His favorite joke is literally how to get a milf. Get a girlfriend. Wait. Like, yeah, you pre-order a milf. Yeah, literally, that's his, <laughs> that's his thing. So, like, so, like, on one hand, at least I never have to worry about, you know, not being attractive to him when I'm older. Because uh, you'll only get more attractive. <laughs> right, like, I'm literally, I'm like, usually it's the opposite, and, like, people's attraction fades with age, but, like, he is, like, like, when I'm, like, 60, he's gonna be like, oh my god, you are, like, perfect, and I'm gonna be like, alright. What the fuck? <laughs> but, yeah. Um... <laughs> But yeah, but so, yeah, most of the people in my life are yes. very big Marvel fans, so yes, yeah. That's like one, one thing I miss the about one person... college too is like being able to like have someone to go with, like you and like I think like Bo. I think were the only people who I was like yeah. from college who were. Like, I have really a into whole it. friend group from home who I go to Marvel with. Mm-hmm. The like really like one person I kind of do see outside of my family on a regular base basis. Harrison? My older brother, no, my older brother's girlfriend, who's oh, also my right. friend Lauren. Who we are huge Marvel and Star Wars fans, and we love all the same characters, and we're the same person, basically. Not really, but like not, not really because really that would be creepy. Um, but, but we're the same person in like our interest. media consumption. Yes, and in terms of like your interests in media. So culture. yeah, we stream about Marvel a lot. But yeah, so let's get into this fic. Yes, uh, um, it is long, called. Huh? Yeah. Um, it's called Nocturne in B flat minor, op nine number one, um, by Peace. That <laughs> I can't. You're see. doing great. <laughs> um, by past and future queen. So it's a thin po fic, and it's eighteen plus, and like, but like the the like porn of it is like literally like the last couple of paragraphs. So you can read the entire fic and get the entire sense in it, and skip the porn at the end, basically. Mm-hmm. So um, because I mean, we from... basically read like most of it on this. No, we don't. We don't. I it's actually longer. Cut a lot. Oh yeah. wow! Okay, but so um, I'll read for Poe because it's from his um like viewpoint. You can read for mm-hmm. Finn, and I'll have to add like a couple notes here and there. But when we get to, I'll say it. But yeah, um, so the day is cold. The bite of winter air is sharp and piercing, even even through the multiple layers on Poe's body. He quickly climbs the stairs of his apartment complex, despite the exhaustion that pulls at his body, cursing the slowness. The ele- of the elevator in the lobby. The cat treats from the store swing in his grip, bouncing slightly at his, against his leg. Finally, he reaches his floor. Also, cute side note, his cat, BB-8 is a cat in this. Aww. We love. Um, there's a curse from his left, and Poe looks over, drawn in by the sound. There's a man standing at the foot of the stair, stairs, letting go of a box with a grunt. Poe steps closer to the man, a concerned expression on his face. Need any help? He asks. The wind blows. The sorry. The the wind. Oh, You're doing great. Ah, brain is fried. I've done so much today. We've had so uh, much work. The with man the blows a breath. There's a couple of beads of sweat on his brow, and he swipes them away as he looks at Poe. Actually, yeah, I've just Gasp? moved into the floor upstairs. What? Oh, sorry. My I, my audio got turned off. I was like, God, why aren't you going? I was reading. I was actually on time, Liz. Oh I'm sorry. <gasps> I didn't realize my microphone got turned down. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I've just moved into the floor upstairs. Mind helping me carry this up? His gaze is kind, and Poe shoots him a friendly smile. Yeah, of course. Poe quickly places the cat treats inside his sweatshirt pocket and steps next to him. Here, Poe says, squatting down to grab a hold of the box from, of the bo- ah, hold of the bottom of the box. You grab it from the other end. We'll be able to lift it if that 
flipped it that way. Oh my god, I'm... You guys need better cut Liz some slack, too. She works, like, a full-time job and, and school, like... And <laughs> she streams. talks a lot. And streams now, so... No, she's talking a lot. <laughs> okay, sorry. Today was just very busy, so brain yes. is like actually fucking. You're doing fine. great. Don't worry. Um, the man nods and mirrors Poe's position on the other end of the box. They lock eyes over the top. Quick understanding coursing between them, and up. Poe says, using his legs to lift. It's heavier than he expects, and he grunts, but his grip is firm. You good? The man asks. Yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> Poe replies. Then, with a slight grunt, they climb the rest of the stairs, the box heavy between them. At, at last, they reach the top, and Poe looks around. Where to? He asks the man. His arms are starting to feel like the strain of the weight, though he can hold out um, for more time yet. Just a couple doors down, number 418. The two walk slowly towards the door, the man freeing, up, freeing one hand to quickly open the door, and they walk a couple steps into the apartment and into the living room. They set down the box on the hardwood with a soft, with a soft grunt. Poe straightens and lets out a breath. There we go. It's a wonder you're able to lift this up those last few flights and ah, lift those up those last few flights of stairs in the first place. He says, pressing his hands against his eye. Do you have any more boxes to bring up? Uh, no, that was the last one. Thanks. The man replies, shooting Poe a kind smile. Here, let me get you some water or something for your help. He says, turning to the kitchen. Do you drink root beer? I think I might have some hanging around. Yeah, I do. Thank you. But you don't have to, Poe says. The man shoots him a kind smile. I insist. Poe finds himself unable to deny that smile. All right. I'll be right back. It's so cute because just, like, me knowing the smile that, like, Finn has. Right. Finn has the most, like, beautiful smile. It's just very easy to, so like, just, like, picture. imagining it. It's just, yeah. like, ugh, I feel ugh. like we, we were really good at picking out a couple things that, like, this week that, like, it's the the description of the characters is, like, really yeah. on point and, mm-hmm. like, easy to picture in your head if you know the characters. Yep. The man turns the corner to the kitchen, leaving Poe in the living room. He glances around curiously at his surroundings. There is a sofa pressed against the wall and a large bookshelf next to it, and the rest of the apartment is littered with other unpacked cardboard boxes. In the corner of the room is a uh, living room grand piano. The black liquor, well-maintained and freshly polished, is the last, uh, it, was, it is the last piece that interests him, and he steps towards it, eyeing, flitting, eyes flitting curiously over the keys. Do you play? Do you play? Oh. That's, that's me. Are you sure? Oh, wait, no, 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 that's you. Sorry. <laughs> Brain being fried. I'm great. sorry. Do you um, play? Um, Poe turns around at the sound of the voice. The man stands a handful of paces away. Two cans of root beer in hand. He walks over and hands one to Poe. Thanks, Poe says. And no, I don't. I just listen more than anything. His mind immediately turns to the countless albums downloaded on his phone, most of them from the same pianist. But that's just a matter of preference rather than snobbery. I will say it's really funny. Um, in this, Luke Skywalker is a famous uh, pianist, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. Okay, so yeah, that's who like Poe has like downloaded a bunch of. Oh, cute! That's the famous pianist. He he's really a huge fan of. That um, is cute. The man hums. There's a curious look in his eyes, an openness that Poe finds ridiculously attractive. Poe clears his throat. Um, sorry, I'll let you get back to unpacking. 
The man seems to shake himself out of a stupor, shooting Poe a disarming, beautiful smile. Thanks so much for your help. Poe, he offers, extending a hand. Poe Dameron. The man takes his hand and shakes it. His palm is soft, Poe notes, the touch delicate. I'm Finn. Nice to meet you, Poe. Nice to meet you too, Finn. Poe takes his hand back and drags his teeth across his bottom lip. Then he glances at the door, not wishing to overstay his welcome. I'm a floor below you, so, uh, I guess I'll see you around. Finn's smile is kind. See you around, Poe. Okay, so we are, uh, this little break to later in the fic, um, basically, uh, in this fic, Poe is a college professor. So yeah, it doesn't really have a huge, like, bearing on the story, but, like, he's going to work, so, like, he's gotta know what he's doing. <laughs> but yeah, Poe leaves early the next morning for work, closing and locking the door behind him before heading towards the stairs. He hopes at least to beat the chill. A friendly face greets him when he arrives, reaching the end of the stairs just as he approaches. Hey, Poe. Finn greets, shooting him a quick smile. He's wearing sweatpants and running shoes, phone and earbuds in hand. Poe feels his heart beat harder at the sight of the other man, and he just can't help the warm smile that spreads across his face. Hey, Finn. It's so cute. I know. It's very cute. Very dumb. He, He replies, joining him as they head down. As they head down the rest of the stairs. Guess I'm not the only one up this early. Finn says. Headed to work. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying that like me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Finn replies. Sorry, Poe replies, rubbing a hand over his face. I've got a, cl- a class today at nine. I'm a professor at the university. We love the university. You we know? do. We love the college you being thrown in there. The universe. You know, it always has to be on brand for me. Mm-hmm. Finn hums in response. Do you like it? A bit, yeah. I mean, teaching in the, the early morning means I'm usually home earlier, office hours aside. Poe mind split, Poe's mind flips back to the, to the day before and the soft music in it, um, he had heard. Uh, basically, Finn is also a pianist. That's why he has the whole piano. <laughs> and he was playing. <laughs> hey, I wanted to ask, was that you playing the piano yesterday afternoon? Finn's face grows warm. His expression's sheepish. Eh, sorry. Yeah, that was. Sorry, I thought most people would be at work. Was it too loud? No, not at all, Poe quickly assures. Yesterday was my day off, which is why I was home and was able to listen. It was great, actually. I really liked it. They're at the bottom of the stairs now, lingering. Finn's eye, um, Finn's answering smile is shy. Yeah. <laughs> I can just imagine the- yeah, which like, like with the mm-hmm. Debbie Ryan like smile, like oh, yeah. I was thinking like the like like the the putting the fingers together. Oh, like, like the ooh woo. Yeah. yeah, either one, either one. <laughs> I can do that. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Poe drags his teeth across the bo- off across his bottom lip, and he sees a Finn's eyes dart towards the ma- towards his mouth before going back up and feeling his chest warm. I uh, I ah. Uh, I, uh, I don't I mean, to be fair, it. he also trips over his words, so. Uh, yeah. Um, I, uh, I don't mind it at all, actually. Their eyes meet. Poe swallows, trying to keep his voice casual. Will you be playing again later? Finn smiles slowly, the expression blooming across his face. Yeah, I will. Poe nods, slowly mesmerized by the look on Finn's face. He feels his own face warm up, warm at the sight. 
great. I look forward to it. I think they meant to it, and it says do yes. it. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Finn says, they linger for a moment longer, something unspoken passing between them. I'll let you get uh, go to work then. Finn says, clearing his throat. Pose lays this off. Yeah. I'll see you around. Woohoo! The end. Yeah. That's well, so not the end cute. of the fic, but the right, end but of the Right, but like action. what we have. Oh, that's uh, so cute. I love Finn Poe so much. I know you do, Liz. I hate Disney. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry you just heard Liz throwing a fit in the background. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It is um, very, very cute. I really wish that the mouse wasn't homophobic. But hey, at least we got mm-hmm. the, the lesbian Cyclops in uh, that blue people movie. So that that was great representation. I think um, I, I think wait, our rights are what good. Do you we don't mean? need anything What do you else. mean, Gage Russo in Avengers? And yeah. it wasn't enough for you. <laughs> well, I see. I wanted lesbian representation, and then Disney was like, um, "Okay, I'm you sorry. can have lesbian representation." Um, I'm sorry. What do you mean the the random lesbian couple in the back of the end? Of oh the last my god, Star you're Wars right. Movie? How could I think? Wasn't enough. Oh my, you're so right, Liz. I I'm it such an idiot. How that do was, you mean that, that wasn't was plenty. enough? Joe Russo and the two unnamed lesbians. I don't need any more gay representation from Disney. Thank you so much. You guys have got it covered. You're on top of the game. <laughs> um, truly super progressive, as some people online like to say, apparently. Yeah, one million moms writing in me like, we're boycotting this because you put a gay person in it. Um, yeah, no, apparently I, I, my favorite thing online was I saw super woke Disney strikes again. Nah! And they were someone, like, they were right-leaning, and they were being really serious. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking People are so, about? Speaking of right-leaning, uh, do you saw uh, Rush Limbaugh, or however how you say his name, died? Yeah, someone made a joke Woo! online. Yeah, very... someone made one in my one of my uh, Facebook shit posting groups. I'm in an Anastasia like one from like the '90s movie, the animated movie, and so it's like um, if you someone guys are familiar with the movie, um, a new gender neutral bathroom just opened up. <laughs> uh, someone, someone of the Anastasia group, like there's a scene in the movie where Vlad like. Um, well, like, he has, like, a tally that he's keeping of, like, who gets better digs at the other person between Anya and Dimitri. And he's, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, Anya has, like, 50 and Dimitri has, like, one. Um, mm-hmm. And someone put, what it's, like, cancer, rush, <laughs> cancer, one, <laughs> rush, <laughs> And we're, we're not making fun of, like, cancer. Cancer is a very serious thing. But yes, the, the person we're making fun of is a ultra-conservative American um he's just like a radio anchor host dude like Mm -hmm. he he was just like kind of like scum of scum uh type Mm -hmm. person like a really awful person he literally had a segment called i think it was like what like aids hype or something where like he would get excited and like talk about gay people dying from hiv and aids and like a really positive person he was a really awful person nobody nobody who is like a good person is sad about his passing Mm -hmm. let's put it that way um, and just in case, like, anybody's out of the loop, just filling you in. But yes. Yes. So, yeah. I don't remember why we brought that up. Um, I don't remember. Um, <laughs> he's saying ultra-woke Disney because Disney's oh, right, the most right, right, the in the world. Yes, you're right, you're crazy. right. Oh, oh my oh, god. Man. We should, I should be thanking the mouse them is gonna more sue for us. giving me the little crumbs they do. The mouse like, is going to sue us, How Liz. can I be so got, selfish? <laughs> Liz and I doing an annual trip to, like, Disney Springs. To Shut the fuck that. up. We ignore that. 
me literally every single Friday, like, let's go on to Disney Plus and watch the new episode of whatever they're giving me. <laughs> Shut up, ignore that. <laughs> me ready to go to me if COVID wasn't thing, ready to go was ready to go to Disney this December and spend literally dollars on a lightsaber. Oh my God. Liz, so Liz and I go to this convention with one of our friends that's in Orlando, uh, right around Christmas time every year. And obviously that was canceled this year because of COVID. But we, um, since last year, we have made it into like a, a trip trip. So like yeah. we stay an extra uh, day after the convention or like two days really, like two nights. Um, so we can like go shopping at Disney Springs and then also like, you know, like walk around and have a nice dinner. And then we and also then go, go to an Universal. amusement park. Yeah, we usually do Universal because it's cheaper. And also like we don't want to give the mouse money. <laughs> um but Liz but, is a huge Star Wars fan, regardless. Yes, yes. I like that's why we we go we go to like Disney Springs so we can like window shop and get our fill of like stuff like that that way. Um, and then obviously, uh, my fair, friend Sky now, and I lose ourselves in the Kate Spade store at Disney Springs because that yeah. shit is so nice. But to be fair, going to Universal now, we're we're giving money to someone bad too. It's no. a hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in, well, in the context of like theme parks, I understand. But right, I'm not saying, like, I'm merch, gonna go no. buy, like, all her merch, because I don't want to. Also, like, no offense, most of the official Harry Potter shit's pretty ugly. Like, just get the fan stuff. Um, yeah, and as a Hufflepuff, we don't get official merch anyway. True, so. you're right. Um, I was more bringing it up between, it's like, we don't want to give the mouse our money, but I'm like, but Universal, I Yeah, it was e- either we give the mouse or the turf our money, but, like, at the end of the day... You know, we're gonna die in like anyway. fifty years, and like but, um, I just want to go on a roller coaster. Liz loves Star Wars. Gabs's boyfriend loves Star Wars. He does. I I like Star Wars. I'm just like not like obsessed. Like you know, like I'm I I watch so all the movies, fucking. but you know, I'm that's so about fucking as far as my interest goes. Um, I'm so fucking. Okay, girl. anything? Anything else to add? I don't really think so. Um. Uh. Just, you know, check out Liz on stream, because she's growing fast, and we want her to grow faster, and she's playing, uh, she's actually playing, like, a lot of games that, like, I don't play, too, so, like, if you're like, oh, well, like, I watched Gab, so I don't need to watch Liz, like, you should watch Liz, because she plays, like, you know, Call of Duty, Minecraft, like, stuff that, like, I don't really touch, so definitely go check her out. Um, Uh, yes. What's your social media, Gab? So, you can find me at Flighty the Nerd, F-L-I-G-H-T-Y-T-H-E-N-E-R-D, all one word. Um, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, and Twitter. Um, I'm really excited to start streaming again regularly. By the time this episode airs, oh wait, this is airing in like two days, never mind. Um, So, I won't be back just yet, but um, I'll be back the Sunday after this airs. So, I'm going to start streaming again that Monday and like really get back into the swing of things. Um and like actually get like a set streaming schedule going so yes what about you liz uh you can find me on instagram twitter tiktok and twitch at lazily liz l-a-z-i-l-y-l-i-z um yeah i'm streaming on twitch now sunday nights 11 p.m to whenever i feel like it uh mondays and wednesdays 8 30 p.m to whenever i feel like it this is all est 
And Saturday, sometimes for like fun and randomly when I have the energy to so follow me on Twitter or join my discords. If uh, I was going to say if you're over 18, but you should be over 18 if you listening. Yeah, to we're, so, we um, have kind of just assumed that every time like somebody listens, you are over the age of 18. But so uh, join my discord or follow me on Twitter for updates about Saturday streams. Yes. Awesome. Um, our show social media, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Trope Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Trope Podcast or their Trope's Battle for Dominance. Uh, if you, for some reason, want to email us for, like, just suggestions or just some fun stuff, uh, you can email us at tropedominance at Don't email us hate. I'll cry. Yep. Um, and also, quick side note, if you guys have, any of you guys have seen or enjoyed those, um, videos we have on TikTok, those are all made by Liz, and, like, <laughs> they're really fun, in my opinion, and I really enjoy them, so I hope Thank you guys you. have enjoyed them, too. They're usually just little previews of what, uh, the episode has, like, fun I actually bits, work so. really hard on them. Yeah, so she does. Thank you for acknowledging yes. them. Like, of course, that actually Liz! Of course! Uh, Liz does a lot for this, you guys, like, I seriously. death. <laughs> Liz, Liz is like a lot more like type A than I am when it comes to the, like this sort of I'm thing. I'm type B though. Yeah, but when it comes to my like, blood. this sort of thing. <laughs> oh, sh- <laughs> shut up, Liz. <laughs> I'm, I'm type B. I'm B positive, baby. Okay. Anyways, like Liz, Liz is just way more like on top of these things. I don't know if it's an ADHD thing or what, but she's just like always like so on top of it at all. So like it's the anxiety. True. Uh, but without your anxiety, this podcast wouldn't exist. So thank you. <laughs> Um, yeah. Alright, so let's go ahead and sign off till next time then. I'm gonna go get a shamrock shake and some french fries. I'll Ooh. see you next time. Alright, see you next time, guys. Bye. Bye.